to Teaching Channel Talks. As often as I can, I talk about how to best address challenging issues in education. I'm your host, Wendy Amato, and this week I'm joined by Heidi Austin Cook. Heidi is exactly what education needs today more than ever. Heidi owns and operates a local independent running store called Soul Focus Running. Heidi, welcome. Thank you so much. It's my pleasure to be here. I want to jump in and talk a little bit about how you decided to launch your business. In 2006, 2007, I came back to running as an adult after, you know, I was in my early 30s and just had a baby and um, had this great experience in a running store that's about 35 miles away and just thought, oh, wow, why don't we have this in our community? You can't Uh, drive 35 miles every time you need something. Right, right. And yeah, right. And so, um, and it, it just, yeah, so I quickly figured out that, hey, we don't have this. I wish we had this for us, Um, but I sat on the idea for about 10 years. It just wasn't the right time in the career and with family, having a young, a young child and everything. Um, It just didn't, it just didn't feel right until about 2016, finally made the jump and just say, Hey, yeah, let's, let's do this thing. So in 2016, when you launched your business, why did you choose running? I I hear that you were ready for a change, but why Um, running? Well, in addition to not having the goods in town, um, I, it, it lacked the community. It, it felt like it was missing something to kind of hold the running community together. I know the running community was here. My husband's a runner and I've known of other runners mm-hmm. um, in addition to, to running also. Um, I'm also a cyclist. Um, and when I started cycling around 2011 or 12, um, I quickly joined up with with a local cycling group and we have a a bicycle shop in town. And I just really felt like it held everybody together. Like it was a a point of contact place that just where people can meet other cyclists or find rides to people to ride with um, and get their gear. Um, And that really kind of rebirthed the idea that I had in 2006 of, hey, and it just clicked all of a sudden that, hey, this, this is what we're missing. It's not just the wonderful experience I had inside that other running store, but it was also just the whole lack of community that not having that in our town, um, the, the void that that, that left. So um, I guess in 2016, when I was just starting to kind of look around at other things to do, it didn't look like things were working out in my career. I was sitting a lot, uh, 40 to 50 hours a week in a sit down desk job, and I was having some back pains and all that great stuff. Uh, it's just like, what can I do to just stay active all day long? Um, well, why not open a business and voila, the running store? So yeah, that's um, that was really, really what uh, motivated me to do that um, at that time. When I hear you use words like community or connection or having a group, that's when I know exactly how important it is to have you and to have Soul Focus running in our town. You're you're providing what I think students need most right now. We've spent two years in distance learning. Um, Students have gotten used to to connecting just through technology. And they feel like your work and your space provides a way for people to just be together. Yeah. And even through the shutdown, I would um, occasionally have parents of students reach out and say, hey, um, my kid needs someone to run with. And um, we um, there's a group in town that that has weekly runs. We would direct them and in, in point them in their direction. 
Um, my son ran with some friends um, through the shutdown. They would meet periodically. Um, they tried to meet on a regular basis, but it didn't happen. Um, we we kind of sort of tried to get a little group together. Uh, there was a small group of them, but they would get together and just kind of, um, uh, I guess, run through the pandemic. Big big things start small. There's nothing right. wrong with starting right. small. Right. right. You have um, you've been supporting some of our local runners and teams. Uh, tell me a little bit about that. Is this individuals coming into the shop? Uh, yes. Um, there's a couple of schools that sometimes bring in their whole team, and we'll have like a team night. Um, that's that's a lot of fun, um, where we'll just go through and do a whole fitting experience with them and um but for the most part what happens is coaches uh will send students our way and um we'll go through the whole fit process if in case your audience isn't isn't familiar with the whole foot process of, of what a running store teach does us, teach us Heidi. Yeah, yeah so so what we do when folks walk through our door is we're going to ask them a whole slew of questions about their goals their injury history um and just find just want to learn and about as much about them in about five minutes as we can to kind of identify what their needs are going to be. Then we sit them down, we measure their feet, we watch them walk, and then we bring out a couple options for them to, to test walk and test run in and we watch and make sure we don't see any red flags as far as like their body structure and make sure the pronation with how your angles roll and how your knees come in and just all that good stuff. So yeah, I have um, reached out to coaches in, in the past, usually at the beginning of the season, I like to touch base and just say, hey, this is what we offer. Um, feel free to send your, your runners our way. I had a coach tell me just this season, right before this season started, that he was just so happy that we're there, that we're here because he's seen a decrease in shin splints since we've opened. Wow. I guess, I guess just, you know, having someone close by, they can send their students to ensures that parents are actually going to take them to a running store and not like try to buy their shoes online and try to second guess, you know, what their, what their student needs. Um, so yeah, a lot of it's through referrals, word of mouth through other, other runners, other athletes, um, or it just could be through a coach, you know, at opening night, just saying, you know, hey, this is what you need. This is the gear you need. This is where you can go get it. I love that you opened your shop as an extension of your own healthy lifestyle and your own preferences for how how to be out in the world and stay fit. But the right. the the collateral beauty is that you've upped the wellness of the entire community. Thank you. <laughs> in, in measurable yeah. ways. I mean, we can measure the number of student athletes with shin splints. Right. <laughs> this is right. data. Right, right. It is. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I like to say that um, running was my gateway drug to fitness. And so I, I, I often feel like my job in this world is to, you know, you may or may not stick with running, but I hope that you have definitely experienced something that you can do for yourself that makes you feel better and encourages you to continue with that, no matter what age you are, whether you come in as a student or as a parent of a student, sometimes the parents are all of a sudden inspired by their by their athletes to start running also. Um, so that's another service I feel like that we provide within the school community is healthier parents. Schools have been emphasizing how important it is to have connections within the community. This is like a school priority right now. Community connections are a thing. Yeah. You embody that kind of partnership and collaboration, but yours happened in a beautiful way. How can we push other local businesses who want to support school programs? How can we 
help them get started? Well, for them, sometimes, you know, as a business owner, I know I had to make some, I had to make that first step. You know, you can't just assume that the schools know you're there and the schools know what you offer. Mm -hmm. You need to um, make that first step, identify the key people who within the school system that may be interested in the product or service you offer um, and just send them an email, make a phone call, show up at an event, just introduce yourself. Um, you can't just assume that people know about you that that's kind of like the worst thing you can do as a business owner is just, oh, well, I'm getting some kids from that team. So I guess the coach knows, put the effort out to make those, make those connections and just let, let the schools know you're there, um, what services you provide, um, and that you're open to ideas as to how to better support them. I love that. I, th I think there are probably some business owners who would feel concerned about appearing pushy, but really it is a service. And if they could just understand that the schools are looking for these connections, educators don't know how to get started and they'd probably say they don't have time to right. take the initiative right. on their side. So it's really welcomed. Yes. So yes. you're saying, Talk about what you do, uh, explain the, the products or services, make sure that people are informed about your interest in connecting with them. Right. And on the flip side, small business owners are also super busy. <laughs> <laughs> True story. Um, uh, allow, allow time for yourself. I know when I opened the store, I was closed on Mondays strictly for the purpose of I need a day to make those community connections and mm -hmm. I would um, drive around to different physical therapy offices and just go to different places and introduce myself and say, hey, this is this is what I do. This is what I offer for my community. Um, allowing, you know, to that business owner, just set some time aside every week, you know, close down your shop or uh, just, you know, shut down the office, whatever, for a few hours just to get out and, and actually reach out to the community. Heidi, I want to talk to you about some of the care that you provide when community members come into the shop. I know that I was asking about being courageous and going out into the schools, but what about when people come in to see you? Should they be courageous or shy when they come um, through with me? Yeah, so I think being an independent running store, we kind of have, um, being a small business, a lot of times it feel it might feel boutique -y or expensive to some people who aren't used to going into those kinds of places. Um, you know, if if a mother brings her child in and, and this has happened before and she'll say, you know, this is my budget, you know, and this is what he needs. I'm not going to compromise that child's needs just because the mother can't afford it. We're going to work with work with people and we're going to provide them the same service regardless of of where they're coming from. So com community connections are about what what we extend, but they're also about what we receive. Correct. We should keep that in mind in education and think about always having a two-way street that it's okay to, to go in boldly, whether right. you are giving or asking. Right, right. Heidi, I want to return to the way you were beginning to describe what a fitting is like at okay. the shop. Um, you shared some of the questions that you ask. Um, what do you give back in information? What can people learn from you when they come in? Um, well, we're shoe geeks. We're going to know <laughs> ins and outs of every shoe that's on the wall, whether it's a firmer shoe, a more responsive shoe, a cushioned shoe, a minimalist shoe. And we can pretty much, you know, answer any question when it comes to, um, or 
let me just back up a little bit. I'll be, sometimes I'll be doing an evaluation. I'll watch a kid run up and down the sidewalk and the mother will be standing there next to me. And I'll say, okay, well, I can see that um, when he, I'll say, go your training race, your training pace out and do your race pace back. So I can see like two different gates. Good. And, and I'll see, I usually see, I'll say something like, oh, well, he's kind of, you know, rolling in a little bit as he's running out. But then you know, when he comes back, you know, he's, his pace is better. It's more on point. So, um, so I can tell that he probably needs a, a more stable shoe while he's training versus a, his race shoe doesn't have to have that stability. So then they'll, they'll say, well, what do you mean by, by stability? You know, and so it'll just lead to a series of questions and just kind of educate the mother. Okay. This is what you're looking for when you're providing for your, your son. Um, or your child, um, and just kind of offer, we definitely offer an educational element when it comes to the whole fit process. Um, also, we have other connections within the community uh, with um, physical therapists and personal trainers for those who are experiencing maybe some, some more um, continuous injury issue, pain issues and injuries that may require, you know, more help, you know, we'll just refer them, say, hey, you know, hand out a business card and say, hey, you might want to give this person a call, set up an appointment. If this pain continues, this, this, these are great people to, to connect with. Um, so not in addition to like the outreach we do within the schools and stuff, there's a lot of other connections we have. And I think a lot of other businesses have those connections too. That was something I would tell a business owner, um, just connect with other people who would complement your business so that when people come in, you're an expert at not just what you do, but what, what other people who support your people. So it would support your customers would, would possibly need. Yeah. Um, so you, you become the core in a network. Right, right, right. You know, knowing the, uh, the, the yoga instructors in town who are also runners and know runners really well, you know, and knowing who, um, the best, you know, the physical therapists are a lot like shoes. It's a lot like finding the right shoe, finding the right physical therapist. Ones that are used to dealing with runners and different personalities, you know, mesh better with different people. Um, just, you know, that's, so that's another service that I think we provide is um, our expertise in other people within the community too. That's perfect. We can't count on the school trainer to just ice everything right. and think that's enough right. every time. Right, right. <laughs> They need backup support from the rest of the community too. So it may not be coming from you, but it may come through you. Right, right. I am thinking a little bit about some of the cross-curricular connections. This is just um, coming to mind now in our conversation. Work with you, Soul Focus Running and a school can push discussion and education into biology, biomechanics. It could become a question of city planning as you think about where you make recommendations for runs. Right. Um, footwear architecture, manufacturing. We've all been hearing about supply chain issues. Right. It's a lot. I, yeah. I, I, I yeah. think that we better be careful because more than coaches may be coming in with right. their with their classes you may have busloads <laughs> of students who want to go across the curriculum to right. learn with you right um our town had some flooding yes over the past couple of years tell me about that and and the impact oh, wow. so in 2020 we had a flood come through uh there's a creek that runs underneath my shop that um that 
the waters rose and filled our, our building with 36 inches of water. Eek. Um, yes. And um, at, at first sight, when I first saw it the next day, everything was just caked in mud and I could see the water line where it had gone up all, all over the merchandise. And I walk into the back room where all my shoes are stored and I go to pick up a box of shoes and the the cardboard was mush. Oof. I picked it up. It just fell apart. And it was like, okay, so everything in the first three shelves through the, the whole back room was just, it. The, we had to get rid of all those, all that cardboard, which meant there were a lot of wet damaged shoes inside all that. Um, but yeah, so what, what that first day just felt terrible. Just, just all, all the inventory that was ruined. Um, but I tell you, the community came out that that day we filled the place up even during COVID. It was 2020. We we're trying to wear masks, but just all the people that showed up just to help with the cleanup. And then as the days progressed, we just kept finding more and more things that need to be done. Um, and, and just people who would walk in who couldn't necessarily help, um, but would just hand me money and just be like, here, this is to help. And the, the community, I really felt the community kind of giving back to me and it really hit home just how important we are to the community. Um, just all the support we have, the local running group put together, quickly put together this little 5k that we had. We, we raised, I think close to six grand just from that, just that one little quick, Hey, let's do this thing. We're going to support our local running store. And the runners just got together and just um, ran for the cause of just rebuilding the shop. And, uh, amazingly enough, um, we were able to reopen again in less than three weeks. I mean, I just had the re being married to a, a, my husband's in construction. I had a lot of resources just readily available. Um, and, you know, we I had a really great group of women who were willing to go in there in the shop with with like axes and saws and just tear out all the sheetrock and tear up the floors. And we we had a we had a blast doing that that first day, I just remember thinking, oh, this is it. I can't afford this loss. <laughs> but just the people that showed up and just helped us through it was was very amazing. And in, in that really hit home of just how how important I felt like soul focus had become to to the community. Yeah, the whole the whole town really, um, I, I think that was a, a moment for everybody to pause and appreciate what you bring, you personally, professionally, and what the shop represents to the community. Heidi, I want to thank you for being a community role model, and thank you for helping us all to learn from you. To my fellow educators, thank you for joining this episode. You can find links to topics that Heidi and I discussed in the show notes below or at teachingchannel.com slash podcast. If you leave a rating and review on whatever podcast app you use, it will help more educators to find us and I'll sure appreciate it. See you soon with another episode. Thanks for listening.